Welcome to the Big Church Podcast. We are a church in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, and we hope you are blessed by this message. For more information, check out our website at bigchurch.cc. You can be seated. We're going to just um, receive from the Word of God now. And if you can pull up that Romans verse I gave you there, Aaron. We're going to just open with this t- together. If we can read this together. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Amen? And you know, uh, actually, where that camp comes from in, in Habakkuk, actually, it actually says the, the righteous shall live by his faithfulness. And it kind of takes the onus off of us in that we are dependent on God's faithfulness, even to be faithful. Um, and so uh, we live by faith from the beginning to the end. Amen? And there's power in the gospel. And everything that we get is by faith. And we've got a praise for how many love to hear testimonies of what God did? Well, Nathan had one this week, and uh, I was with him, actually, when he got, came out from the doctor. And um, he was pretty excited. It was exciting riding in the car. It's always a good day when you get praise reports of what God did. So you want to come on up, Nathan, and just share that. So share the beginning, because some people don't know what happened, uh, kind of what, how it was prolonged, but then how God sped things up. Um, first of all, uh, those that know me personally must be wondering how crazy Pastor is giving me a microphone and an audience. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm being good. I'm going to be good, I promise. Uh, so a few, well, few, more than a few, a handful of weeks ago, I got into a bike accident. Um, somebody ran me off the road, um, and I slammed into a pole and shattered my shoulder, my right shoulder, and my, uh, broke a part of my arm, and I broke four ribs. Um, and uh, yeah, my arm was a mess, and so I went in and they x-rayed it, and then the specialist came in to see me, and he said, this is one of the worst breaks I've ever seen. It's shattered. I got to see it. The only best way to describe it is the x-ray's gray, right? So I got to see my shoulder, but um, it's like if you, if you had a jigsaw puzzle, and then you smashed it right in the middle, you know all the pieces would scatter, right? But you knew the jigsaw puzzle was there, and it can fit back together, but it's all shattered. Um, so that's what it looked like. So he gave me the special sling. Um, not this one, this is, this is just to keep me quiet, I think. Um, but he gave me a special sling, um, and uh, that I wore for two weeks, went back and had an, another x-ray, and he said, your arm is worse than before. It is healing, but it's healing in the wrong spots, in the wrong places, and we're going to have to operate, break it, put it back into place, and put pins and, and stuff in into it. Uh, I could not afford uh, an operation. I just can't. I can't afford it. Um, you know, now for my company, Serb is over. Uh, sorry, well, Serber is over for, uh, for us. But also, uh, COVID is pretty much done for us as well. So I went back working full time. So I have no fallback. If I have to go for an operation on a shoulder, it takes several operations for it to be completed in a number of years. And I just, 
I just prayed against that so much. Anyway, people have prayed for my arm, and I thank you all for doing so. Um, and it's still broken. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? Um, but what has happened and what makes it miraculous is um, on Tuesday, I went in to see the doctor, and he came out, and he was just blown away by my new x-ray. And he said, I have never seen anybody's shoulder heal this fast. I was ready to book you. I was ready to book you for an operation today until I saw this. He says, I've got to show you. So he showed me the first one where it's all shattered. And he showed me the second one. And everything is solid gray. Everything is solid gray. And, and all my ribs are back together again. So they look pretty good. Um, and so the only thing now is there's just a ball joint at the top of my shoulder, and I just need to do physio for a couple of weeks, and I should be back to normal. He says he wants to come. He wants me to come and see him in six weeks from now, uh, but um, uh, he says you'll probably be just fine by the time you get to see me. So, I I I didn't have to go for, through surgery. I didn't have to go through any of that stuff. So praise God for that. That's just it. Amen. Praise God. God's power makes the difference. And so what was it? What was that? You know, well, it was Nathan giving God opportunity by believing and trusting and praying and praying with people that believe. And I want us to look again and reaffirm what we believe, what we've been commissioned to do as believers. Amen? And you know, we need to just be reminded sometimes. And well, lots of times we have to be reminded because we forget. We forget who we are. We forget who God has made us to be. And so, you know, there were people surrounded by Nathan, uh, around Nathan that, that believed God was the healer, that Jesus Christ paid the price for this, and stood and believed for that. Amen? Not just hoping, knowing Jesus is the healer. Amen? He did what he did. And so, um, actually, why don't we look at that, um, because, you know, the attack is on our faith, and in Mark, where, where I gave you that in Mark um, if you could uh, pull that up. I think I only gave you one in Mark. Yes, Mark 16. So I love this because how many know um, the, our, the struggle is against our faith? It always is against our faith. If the enemy can take your faith, he can take everything from you. And our faith, everybody has faith. So look at your neighbor and say, you have faith. It's where, where is your faith? Where is it? Because it can be misplaced. How many sat on a chair today? Did you worry that it was going to, like, hold you up? You just went, why? Because you had faith. Chairs work. You just plopped your butt down, right? That's faith. Because a person who's never seen a chair doesn't know, you know. But you have faith. You, you know it works. Even before you sit on it, you know it's going to work. We have just, that's natural faith that's constantly going. But there's also faith in the wrong direction against God. You can get a doctor's report like Nathan got, and you can just settle and say, it's going to take six weeks. Or you can say, you know what? What does God say? What's the report of the Lord? And I'm going to choose to maybe believe that rather than misdirect my faith in the wrong direction and have faith for sickness. We, it, 
they tax on our faith. And this is where we'll see this. It says here, when Jesus wrote, this is after his, his death and, and he resurrected. It says, when Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him and, and who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, they did not believe it. <laughs> All right. So this is the first time someone's seen Jesus after he rose from the dead. Mary Magdalene was the first one. She goes back, tells the disciples, they don't believe it. Afterward, Jesus appeared in two different uh, form, uh, a form, a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. The, these returned and reported it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. <laughs> so... I don't know, you know, we get in different spots in our walk. And here we see this, the, 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 the crucifixion of Jesus and his resurrection. There was so much controversy around it. People didn't know. This was the first that people had seen that he had rose from the dead and that he had appeared. And so, of course, they're not believing. It says, later Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. So he didn't say, good job, guys. Let me rebuke them. He says, why didn't you believe Mary Magdalene? When did Mary Magdalene become a liar? When did she become this freak that sees things that's not, that aren't really there? You know, he, 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 come on, guys. Why didn't you believe them? And he straightened up. But what did he, what did he address? Their lack of faith. The attack is on our faith. Because where there's faith... There's power. There's power when we believe. When we believe, power of God is set in motion. We read it in Romans. I'm not ashamed of it, for it is the power of God to those who believe. Amen? The gospel has power, but it only has power when we use it, when we exercise our faith. Then it says here, he said to them, after he had rebuked them and straightened them out and got their faith, then he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Amen? Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick, on people, and they will get well. Amen? After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven, and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples went out and did what? Preached everywhere. And the Lord, what? I love this. Worked with them. The Lord worked with them. Why? Because they were in agreement with him. Before that, he had to rebuke them and straighten them out and say, guys, where's your head? Like, where's your faith? What's going on here? And he had to straighten them out. But when they came into agreement, when they obeyed the command and they chose to believe what he says, he worked with them and confirmed what? 
His word. His word. By the signs that accompanied it. Amen? His word. And this is the biggest thing that I find is that we have to guard against. Is that we're not adding everything in. There's too many add-ons. We, we live in a culture that has added so much in. And Jesus is like, I don't need it. I don't need you to defend me. I don't need you to philosophize me in a way that people need to know who I am. You, you preach me, I'll prove myself. I'll prove myself. I'll defend myself. Amen? That's what he wants. But he wants us to believe. And there's a lot of things that attack our faith and cause us to shrink back and to not believe. Colossians gives us um, things that, that we, we fight against. And I want us to go there in Colossians. Um, it says here, oh, just a minute. We're, we're getting there. Let me just make sure it's Colossians I want. Sure. It says, so then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. Rooted and built up in him. Strengthened in what? In the faith, again, as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Amen? So this is how we're to continue to grow in our faith. This is, that's the simple antidote right there. It's just stay rooted, keep your eyes on Christ, keep learning about him, keep, keep growing in him, keep established in him. And then it says here, see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow, hollow and deceptive philosophy. Which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. See, this is the problem with a lot of things. People say, well, they say, and they, they'll go by things that have happened, and they'll, they'll use a track record of history of different things, as if this is the way that it's always going to be. Christ came into situations and completely changed and altered. Mary Magdalene, we just read about, had seven Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this message has truly blessed your life. For more information, go to bigchurch.cc.